Hello, my beautiful ladies. It's Greta Bereshita here, Dealing and Relationship Coach for Women. And today I am with my beautiful, stunning guest, Chengi from Chengi's World. Chengi, I'm so happy to have you on my channel. And I had a look through your videos. Yeah. And there was one that stood out to me like the most, you know, and I was like, I just really want you to share your point of view on my channel. And I'm actually praying to God that this video would go viral so that the girls start to follow this, we end this together, you know, to make a world a better place to make our relationships stronger and healthier because right now by behaving in so many toxic ways, we are, you know, we are not only damaging our own relationships, but we are influencing others to kind of damage theirs and things just don't lead anywhere, you know, like the relationships last couple years and we are toxic marriages last like a year or two years and then things fall apart yeah. you know why is this happening like mm -hmm. I'd love to I would love to hear your take on it <laughs> well thank you my darling thank you for having me what a pleasure to be on your channel Greta <laughs> <laughs> what a pleasure to have you honey <laughs> You're all going to have to forgive me because I've got this annoying dry cough, but I'm going to try and cough as little as possible. Um, thank you for that question. That is such a powerful question and really close to my heart because like us, you and I, soldiers in the high value world, um, you know, what really, um, it does break my heart and I'm sure it does yours too. But I just want to sort of go back into a bit of history, which was in the video that we were discussing that I did is women didn't all were not always low value low value behavior is a recent thing and it is it has there's a cause to low valueness and the genesis of it according to myself and my observations of how things have happened when you look through the olden eras the 20s the 50s um you know even if you watch uh, i think there's a series on netflix called um I forget it, but it's set in the Regency uh, era. Women were very, very, very high value. You couldn't even be in a room alone with a woman without her being chaperoned. You couldn't even talk to her without, um, you know, having approval, without her brothers, without... A woman was a sacred, a very precious, precious, precious thing that was held in very high esteem. Along with that, and she carried herself as such. You couldn't just touch her. You couldn't be seen alone. She had her, her name and her, her dignity and who she was, was everything for her because she was a treasure. She was a prize and men would compete. Men would come to the house with gifts and flowers. And, uh, you know, when I talk about dating multiple people, people are like, oh, but women have been dating multiple for years. My mom is 77 and she doesn't understand why women date one guy. You know, she had seven guys to, you know, the, women were so high valued. They had suitors. The idea of, um, you know, being a woman that chooses from a selection of men who are fighting, chasing, pursuing was actually and is actually the norm. But what happened is obviously along the way, um, you know, men took advantage of uh, 
our femininity and patriarchy said femininity is a weakness. Um, they didn't necessarily, I don't believe that the intention was to communicate that, but alongside being precious, you were also a commodity, you were property, uh, you belonged to somebody, and if you were not careful, your father could just decide you're marrying that horrible man and you had no choice. Uh, and at that time, of course, women had no real power. If the man, the husband died and you only had daughters, then you know, it was likely that the cousin from distant, far, far away could take the home and throw them on the streets. Anything was possible. Women were really disadvantaged. So hello, women's lib. Hello, the modern woman. <coughs> really sad. We come here to fight the power um, and to destroy this um, oppression that came along with this other good side. But what we did is we we, with the whole women's lip thing, fantastic. It's responsible for why you and I can be here and we can be independent and we can be single and not necessarily need a man to look after us. Fantastic, I'm very grateful for what these women did to emancipate us, but then it went further. Then we became vengeful and revengeful, and then we took it all, right? And we decided, okay, we're going to discard of all of the value uh, the systems that created the value for us because they're oppressive, right? So we're gonna, and then of course the birth control pill came into society and now, oh, we can have sex like men, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you see, feminism didn't make a mistake when it said men were being bullies. They were absolutely right. Men were being bullies, not all of them, but the majority of them were being bullies. So they didn't make a mistake, but they made a mistake when they said to women, you can now be like a man. <laughs> now, you know, you don't have to be a woman anymore. You know, in order to be equal to men, be a man. Yeah. yeah. And you can never be a man better than being a man. And mm -hmm. what we lost in exchange for being men, having sex like men, chasing men which is all what we now call low value behavior is now we get to chase a man and we get to call him and walk up to him and say hey and we we beg and we plead these were things that men did in olden times they begged for a woman's hand they labored for a woman's hand they chased but no 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 we took that and we decided we can do it too and guess what men threw a party yeah free sex mm -hmm. free wives free i don't even have to marry you i don't even have to have dignity and honor i don't even have to honor your feelings i don't have to do anything actually that was the best thing that we did for men you know and so now men have this options that they never had before women chasing them so the tables turned on us as women and now we are confused and we are hurting because we don't have the emotional build up and the capacity to be men yes. right because men are built different and this is the thing that we need to understand is masculine energy is different from feminine but also men's brains are built differently <laughs> You know, they have the ability to compartmentalize their brains like waffles and they've got these little things and then they've got this thing in, in their heads. We all have it. It's called the corpus callosum. And at the back of our head, the man's one is tiny, really, really small. A woman's one is huge. Right. And that part of the brain is designed for two things to think and feel a woman 
can think and feel at the same time. Whoa, that makes her irrationally logical and very, very emotional because she's processing two different processes in one go, but it also makes her able to do amazing things too. A man can only think or feel, right? And so when a man is pursuing a woman, he's in his thought, he's thinking. So he is able to actually pursue, to chase you and still be rational and not lose his head and not be an idiot, right? You can't because when you're chasing and when you're pursuing, you can't be rational. So what then developed was this low value behavior, but women didn't want to admit what made a mistake because that would mean feminism was bad or the lib, you know, if, if we made, if we admitted that we've made a mistake in the relationship area, then, you know, people are going to have to suck some eggs. So what we did is we normalized it. Mm-hmm. We said, it's okay. And then we kind of said, we're not going to slut shame when girls just sleep around, we're not going to slut shame them. And it's okay to chase a guy. And, you know, if he doesn't, you know, act right, it's his fault. Yeah. Right. It's, it's men. They're horrible, horrible pigs. <laughs> right. Uh, you are fine, darling. The fact that you cling to men and chase them and pay their bills and pay their, I mean, the things I see women do out here, right, in an attempt to keep a man, and I'm not just talking about, and this is actually interesting, because it doesn't actually happen as much with women that are low income. Um, And, you know, they tend to kind of have a bit more of an instinct of how to be high value. I actually find it happens a lot with the CEOs, the the feminists, the real hardcore extreme feminists are the ones that have the lowest value behavior and they tend to be my clients and I'm sure yours too. And they call themselves, I am a high value woman. And I'm just like, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the priority, their priority is now the masculine priority. So when they're dating, they don't know how to date. So they end up being used for their money. They end up being uh, cast out onto this. I mean, these are the majority of my clients. And they think, I don't understand because I'm a high value woman. I've got a degree and I have a beautiful car and a beautiful home. I mean, why wouldn't any man want me? Well, because darling, you're a man, you have totally imbibed that and we have normalized it. And sadly, we live in a society, um, you know, and you know, this is something that I hope you don't mind me sharing, but you know, the Bible says the time will come when, you know, the things that are foolish are gonna be kind of elevated and the things that don't make sense you know, uh, the, the things that are wise are going to be looked down on. And I, we are in that age and in that season where common sense is now something that, you know, uh, and so we normalize folly. And I know women like yourself and I, when we're in certain circles, we're looked down on, like we're taking women back into the past. But actually we find with our clients that we are actually bringing women into their power. They're actually getting quality relationships and they they're triggering attraction in men that is so powerful mm-hmm. that men's behavior is starting to shift. So <clears throat> having, having uh, brought all of that history, we now understand why we became this way. 
Now, the the problem is we've been doing it long enough to script the men to believe this is the new standard. So when you now are follow somebody like Greta or you follow myself and you hear this high value message and you're like, what is this, right? And we're saying to you, no, you won't chase. Yes, you will vet him. You will see if he is of your quality. You will be a great date but you're not going to fall too quickly. And no, you're not going to shag him on the first or second or whatever. You're going to hold it together, right? When we're kind of giving this high value information, um, the women are like, oh my God, he'll never stay if I don't sleep with him. <laughs> you know, I had a girlfriend, um, a, a woman, one of my clients come and say, okay, I'm going on the third date. I said, brilliant. Obviously, you've done really well. It's just like, well, I don't really know if I really, really like him. Because I always say to my girls, three dates minimum, if you're not sure, three dates, right? So she's like, I'm really not sure. I was like, that's fine. Go on a third date. And she was like, but I'll have to sleep with him. I was like, you, you will? <laughs> she's like, yeah, you sleep with him on the third date. I was like, oh, my God, right? So um, we've normalized it. We've normalized that you have no value, you don't have a say over your, you know, we say, oh, no means no, but who's really saying no out here in these streets? Nobody is saying no, <laughs> right? Um, we kind of put pressure on ourselves because we've normalized low value. So now it's almost normal or weird to say to a woman, um, yeah, you can absolutely get married with that without ever sleeping with a guy. I love that you said that. You can oh, absolutely. God, I actually really needed this message from my channel. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it because I have, I do have a lot of a virgin girls following me as well who want to, you know, have sex only after marriage. So this is just like, you're so speaking to them. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah. I've been uh, married. My my ex-husband we didn't have sex before we got married um I've been engaged and we were gonna mm -hmm. get married without having sex it's not yeah. a thing and and it's so much easier to control your emotions you know it's yeah. like everything's just so natural and you can actually be logical through the whole thing without going crazy because it's after sex when you becomes one and becomes very difficult yeah and you kind of have to play a game to keep him interested and act like you're not that attached to him you know so yeah. and no they know I talk a lot to men and I'm sure you do a lot of my work comes from constantly being with men and men are natural friends to me anyway um and I can 100% tell you that you know my guy friends will say I want to get to sleep with her as soon as possible because once I do she's mine yes you no know, she's emotionally mine so they know that's why the pressure for sex and that's why mm -hmm. and um I've got this course I was doing with the girls and just explaining to them that you know a man is gonna his first because he's a hunter and a gatherer his first hunter instinct is going to be to win you that he's still in his thinking brain he's not in his emotional brain a man can stay in his thinking brain pursue you and he wants to get you to that point where you are now addicted to him and when that happens that's when as women we lose the game and it's easy for a man to do with low value behavior mm -hmm. right and what I want to say to your girls who are virgins too, like some of mine, um, is that 
when you show those standards and you show that high value, you become the woman that he totally must 100% have. Mm -hmm. 100%. It doesn't mean it might not go shaggy and that one. There's plenty. Yes, there's plenty of, you know, low-value women out here for now until we get to all of them, until we all go viral and get every woman on the earth um, who were happy to service him. But I can 100% confirm to you that a man is going to want to hold on to you. And even if you're not a virgin and you're celibate and you've decided, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to wait until I'm married. Please, please, please don't believe the hype. Okay. Men are all about that life. And I cannot tell you how many of my girls who um, are celibate or virgins, men have actually come back to them and said, the moment I discovered that about you, that was it for me. I have the most respect for you. This message was so needed for my channel. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is the golden nugget. Like it's, it's so inspiring. It's so inspiring to hear that for the girls who are a virgin and, you know, because also a lot of guys um, reject a virgin girls too. Yeah. But obviously the guys who reject you, we were, we were never that into you because we never seen your value. So you're giving yourself a favor yeah. you know, by letting them go. So yeah. yeah, so happy that you shared that. Absolutely. Because, I, you know, the truth is if he buggers off because you're a virgin or because you're celibate or because you are uh, wanting to be virtuous, because I understand that not everybody's celibate and not everybody's a virgin, but there are some women who are trying to be virtuous, who don't want to jump into bed with you straight away, who have a three month rule or nine month rule, whatever it is. Um, we have to sort of understand that any man that rejects that came for sex and he's going to leave after sex, right? Yeah, exactly. Giving into him is not going to keep him. It's actually going to get him to put you on his roster um and because now you're hooked you're gonna stay on that roster yeah and this is now so like the society is telling us nearly the opposite it's like the better you will be in bed the more seductive you are the more you kind of shaking your booty in his face <laughs> the more he's gonna like want you, you know, and pick you. So whoever does it better wins, you know, which is so not true. And this is not how the world works. And it's just so much of fake influence, fake news, yeah. you know, so shallow. And yeah. we must not fall for the shallow behavior because it doesn't take us anywhere, yeah. you know, like, um, in order to have a successful relationship, you must have a base foundation, a strong foundation from day one. So you build that foundation from day one. And then when you're married, you have a house full of, you know, build out of bricks. So like no storm can take it. But when you start, yeah. But when you start on shallow, you build a house out of, I don't know, paper or something. And then the storm blows or just a little wind. And it's like, okay, we're getting a divorce. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Foundations are everything. And they've done research. Um, and I was reading some research the other day. And they actually confirmed that your friendship and your connection with a man ceases at the point of having sex with him. Mm. So, you know, there's method in God's madness of actually get to know him yeah. once that connection happens your ability to connect on a friendship level becomes stunted and 
moves a lot slower. So a lot of people are building uh, relationships not on firm foundations of I know you. And we have to understand something in the modern day. This is particularly important because we don't have arranged marriages anymore. Neither are our worlds structured the way the ancient world was because that's why relationships worked. Relationships work best when they're supported by a community, by values, something bigger. But unfortunately, we're all dispersed around the world. I don't live anywhere near my family. They're all over the world. Um, and I don't know anybody. So whereas before, my family would know his family. They would know how he was raised. They will understand where he comes from. So already the vetting process, <coughs> sorry, has already been done for me. Um, and he's also accountable to these people that know him. He can't just do what he likes, can't just ghost me because I know his brother or my mom knows his mother, you know, but in the 21st century, I have to be that for me. Yeah. Take me time. Yeah. Take time. It's not gonna happen overnight. And then you do it with your emotions oh. and not the logic. <laughs> Then you just go yeah. straight down the hill. Absolutely. But this is what I say to my girls. I say to my girls, the difference between a low value girl and a high value girl is not that we don't feel the same things. Mm. It's just that whilst we feel those things, the high value woman will make the rational, sensible decision and the low value one will always go with her feelings. Mm. And I always say to them that there is cure. There's a cure for being low value. You're not condemned to it. You don't have to be that for the rest of your life. You can actually take a journey with somebody like Greta or myself who can help you work through your emotional management because we can actually heal our emotions. We can actually control our emotions. You just need help. And one of the things that I, I really like to shout off for the rooftops because I didn't know this either is there's no shame in getting help. Around our love lives, we just want it to be intuitive. We just want to just, but a lot of the intuition that you have around relationships has been scripted by society, by feminism, by media. So you, a lot of what works is counterintuitive. You know, like we were discussing in the video you did on my channel, mm -hmm. giving distance when, when he, when you break up is more powerful than chasing, right? But what's intuitive in our culture is chase him, right? Mm -hmm. So until you say, you know what, I'm not winning. I'm not winning here. Let me reach out and get some help. What we're really asking you to do is invest in yourself. Just for the next three months, I'm not buying a new pair of shoes. Okay, I'm not doing it, right? I'm not gonna go on that holiday and take those pictures that I'm gonna put on Instagram and look like a thought right yeah. um i'm actually going because the bikini shots they're not getting anybody a man you're getting people laid but they're not getting you a man <laughs> once you understand what it is to be high value you have a better healthier relationship with rejection mm. you know um high value women know that they're gonna deal with a lot more rejection than a low value woman but what she understands is because she has this standard that is a representation of her worth, her truest value. And if that is not met, then she will not entertain anything less. So it's about, you know, 
for me, it was really about building this relationship with rejection and understanding that rejection is not my foe, it is my friend. Rejection, yeah. I say to my girls, they don't reject you, they deselect themselves. You know, not everyone can afford to buy a diamond. Mm. That diamond does not lose its value, does not go for sale. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, when I, I love the diamond analogy. <clears throat> I used to work in um, Harrods for quite a few years and um, I would across the, we were like, I was a makeup artist and across us was the diamond section. We used to love going into the diamond section and uh, you got certain kinds of diamonds that are, you know, if you go to the Tiffany section, you can go around, have a look, you know, that's different. Mm -hmm. But then there's a section where you get these pristine diamonds, right? You get the Bulgari diamonds and you get the, you know, the, the elite, the, you know, diamonds come, you know, and you can't just go into those rooms. They're actually in rooms mm -hmm. and you actually make appointments. And um, they will do a credit check on you before you show up. Wow. Yes, because, you know, these are like 100 million diamonds, uh, 50 million diamonds, you know, so they don't want, you know, they're not going to waste your time. They're not going to waste their time. Yeah. So I was speaking to one of the guys who sells these diamonds on our lunch break together and we were discussing diamonds and he said, I will court a client for a whole year before they buy a diamond. Wow. And when you're a high value girl, you're not just going to be found in two seconds. You're going to have to court. You're going to have to let him court you. You're going to have to let them, you know, look at you in the box and that, you know, you have to come out at certain times and they bring the special lens and they give you, you know, champagne when you, you know, they have to court you to, to get you. And it's not that that's the only person who wants that diamond. Sometimes there are two people who want it. And then you have to decide about your relation. You know, it's, it's about not having a lot of people and the more high value you go and the higher you go in your high valueness and the more you appreciate yourself in your high valueness, you will get less traffic. Yeah, and this is what women are afraid of. They're afraid of oh, less traffic. But guess what? The people that do come, they're serious. And guess what? They can afford you, right? <laughs> and they're ready to part with it. Do you know what I mean? So I feel that, you know, preserving that level does come with its consequences. But as you go up your ladder of high value, you care less about, I've got 10,000 boys chasing me or, you know, and I don't know about you, Greta, but certainly for myself, and I'm sure it's true for you, I don't actually get approached by men that are broke, busted, disgusted, and, and low lives. I really don't. Because I'm in the high value. That is my journey to take and to actually figure out, like a diamond does, court me, show me, right? And when you're in that place, Desperation doesn't belong to a high-value girl. And you know that your value never depreciates, mm -hmm. always appreciates. So a lot of these women, they're like, but I'm getting old. Only if you're not high-value. <laughs> Only if, you know. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Only getting old if you're low-value. But as long as you're working on yourself, you are like that fine wine. You just get better with age. And trust me, uh, guys that are in their 20s, 30s, even though I'm 44, they're like, hello, can I have some of that? Okay, because value is value, right? It transcends age. It transcends 
politics, it transcends color. Everybody wants that diamond. Not everyone can afford it. Be that diamond and you're never gonna look back and say, mm, I made a mistake, right? It's never gonna happen. Exactly. Oh, I love this. I love this message so much. Thank you, Chengi. So how can girls uh, find you? What are your social media links? How can they book you? <laughs> If you want some one-on-one, -on -one, if you want some of those goodies, how to be a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can I say? You can get me on chengisworld.co.uk uh, forward slash shop and you can um, get all, uh, you can book a, a time with myself or any of my coaches. Uh, you can buy any of my masterclasses, you can download any of those. Uh, but also follow me on Instagram, Chengi's World, Facebook, Chengi's World, everything is in Chengi's World. <laughs> and uh, yeah, always happy to have a chit chat and thank you so much for having me. And I'll link everything in my video description. So all the links to Chengi's World will be in my video description. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. It's been so great. What a beautiful message. I, I feel like it's definitely from God because I didn't have this message on my channel and I actually been a bit like procrastinating it and it just came, you know, you see what you're doing. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. And ladies, if you like this video, please press like and let us know in the comments below what did you think, share it with the ladies that need it and have a beautiful day. Kisses from London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Thanks.